What's up, Divi Nation? Welcome to the 7 After Podcast. This is Divi Chat. We are so happy to be here. Today we're going to do a roundup episode, which is always fun. We always enjoy um, sharing some of our list of faves of a certain topic and uh, hearing what you guys like to use as well. This is one of those ones that gives uh, our 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 favorite VA, well, not our favorite, that's tricky because we've got some other VAs in the audience, but one of, Jody posts for us and she hates the roundup ones, I'm sure, because it means a ton <laughs> of show notes for her. So sorry, Jody, but we're going to love it. Uh, we just lost one third of our panel because um, yeah. we had uh, Eric here, but I'm sure he'll be back. And we were hoping, hoping, hoping that we'd have a return appearance from one of our long lost panelists. We'll see if he makes an appearance later on. Um, for those who are watching live, there's been a little chatter in the chat already. Uh, Cam has promised to give a thumbs up to this video when I arrived. She thinks I can't read these messages that happen before we start. So Cam, I'm gonna need you to log <laughs> into two different accounts and give us a thumbs up just for that comment. Um, so, okay. Uh, Eric is back. Um, before we dive into this topic, which is our favorite premium WordPress plugins. The list can be so long that we, we specified premium ones because you can get just out of control with them. And we've done similar lists like this in the past, but you know, everything's constantly changing. So it'll be interesting to see what um, my fellow panelists are, are into these days and what you guys listening in. And if you are listening on your podcast app or watching this later on YouTube, please share your list as well. Leave some of your, leave your top three for us in a comment so that everybody can then continue to learn and grow. Uh, before we dive in, let's uh, kick off our introductions. My name is Stephanie Hudson. I am the co-founder of Focus WP, where we help uh, agencies and freelancers to scale their business by providing outsourced white label services. And you can hang out with me in my Facebook group, Focus on Your Biz, or go to our website, focuswp.co, which you can see by my name right below my face here. Uh, Sarah, on to you. Hey guys, Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. Uh, we run a small design agency, mostly making websites for businesses here in Australia, often in Canberra, because people love local here. On to you, Eric. Nice. Hey, my name is Eric. I hope I, I hope I'm coming through. Okay. My internet seems to be a little glitchy. So if I cut out again, I apologize. Um, so my name is Eric. I'm with Divi Agency Coach. Um, I also own a digital marketing agency. And for the final week, I am in Istanbul, Turkey, before we hit the road traveling next week. So excited to be here talking about plugins. Okay, guys. So um, let's... Vicky is doing a throwback to a couple of weeks ago when it was all ladies. And she said, it's almost the Divi Angels. <laughs> I don't know what she's trying to say about you, Eric. I know, Eric, you better go get your dress on. I don't know. I like <laughs> you're in good it, it company, Eric. You can't, you're not complaining, right? I'll take it. So um, you guys in the chat, start typing in your answers. Give, just do one per... Um, comment if you want just put in and we'll see what how many uh duplicates we have um for for starters let's let's go for like the low-hanging fruit so that it doesn't mm -hmm. just turn into a free-for-all what are you using for forms you guys 
the gravity poems. <laughs> I mean, it does seem gravity like forms. it does yeah. seem like a duh in the or, social post. I've was seeing a lot of fluent. Fluent is it's not yeah. completely competing, but it's giving it's it's giving gravity a little run for its money. So the interesting one with forms is Caldera used to be my go-to for anyone who was needing a free one. So if mm -hmm. I was building a website for someone and then they weren't going to stay with me, um, then I would put them on Caldera. But now Caldera don't have a free tier and I haven't looked at them lately. So I don't know where they're at. They do they they do still exist, right? But they just went not freemium. Uh, there's Conduct Form 7 and Caldera and one of them sunsetted. And I'd always, I always mix it up in my head because they both start with C, even though the word contact form starts with a C. I don't know. Anyway, which um, one is it? Somebody okay, tell me. Okay, so contact uh, Caldera forms add-on. Oh, it's it has been retired. Okay, so I wasn't sure. I knew that um, the free version had disappeared because I suddenly was like, crap, like now I'm going to have to, you know, go and figure all those things out. So Caldera was, for me, it was Gravity Forms and Caldera and Caldera have disappeared. I thought it was the free one, but it looks like it's all disappeared now. So for me, it's also, like a no brainer that gravity forms just, it works every time you don't end up with issues with it. It And it has so many good extensions. Like by the time you've got it on a few websites, once you pay the annual cost, it's not really that much to be honest. It's true. So I think if you're a solo business, then the $99 is going to feel like a lot. But mm -hmm. once you've got more than one site, it's really not that much. And then you get all the add-ons that come with it, which means you can kind of connect it to all sorts of other things. Um, I just think it's a no-brainer, but I'm sure there's some I fought it around. for a long time. I fought it for a long yeah. time. We actually, we have a whole topic on forms, a whole episode that we did a while back. We probably could redo it because there's been so many changes. Yeah. Uh, Kevin yeah. Shahan, I've got the the comment up here on the screen, Caldera is Ninja Forms. That's been also uh, commented right. by a okay. few others. Um, yeah, so what else are- because of using gravity. Uh, Jen Rand says Cognito Forms, which I'm not Ooh. familiar with. That's a new one to me. We've got a couple more Fluence, um, Formidable Pro. That's okay, one I, I haven't, haven't heard, heard about in a while. One. I've heard of that one, yeah, but I haven't um, heard yeah. of it in a while. Uh, Andrew Palmer's here in the chat, and he okay, right. uses WS form. I've heard him talk about that one a lot too. He loves it. Um, I haven't used that either. I was always sort of I used the the free ones or the freemium yeah. ones, and then um, we just went all in with Gravity at you Focus. You kind of have to, right? Like part of it is yeah. around the fact that. Once you pick one, you know how to use it. And so you're just much quicker with it. But even the mm -hmm. things like styling, like once you start using right. gravity, once you've got your CSS kind of template, you just chuck the whole template in and then change out the colors and you're kind of good to go. And so it's one of those things where yep. you don't want to have to have CSS for like five different forms. So I think it is one of those things you pick your one, you stick to it. In some ways, it doesn't matter which one you pick. You just pick one and stick with it for all the websites. And then, right. but the, I think the one thing to consider if you're picking one of the new guys is it's a pain in the ass when they disappear. So be mm. careful on picking a it new is. guy because if they don't support it, forms are traditionally a massive security issue. So Ninja Forms was one of the ones back in the day that had a massive security breach. Um, and I've stuck clear of them because of that, which is probably unfair now. But if you're going to pick a new guy, you need to know that they are taking security really seriously. So 
that would be one thing to keep in mind when you're picking your premium form plugin. Really smart. And that's also another reason for choosing premium in this area, yeah. right? 100%. We don't have Tim here. Yeah. We should have done this ahead of time. One <laughs> of you guys want to break down, like just to make sure we're clear on what premium means? Yeah, I'm happy to. Um, yeah, basically premium means paid, right? Like yep. the, essentially there are all sorts of different plugins and there are free ones available everywhere. And we have no problem with free ones, except for the fact that if you're not paying for a plugin, then you're not paying the people to look after that plugin. And so, yeah, it might be great that you got it for free, but is anybody looking after it? Is anyone making sure the security of it is good? If there is a security breach, are they going to be able to deal with it within a week or 24 hours. If you're not paying for it, they don't have the staff. So as soon as you start paying for a plugin, which is why we call it premium, then you know you are paying for that plugin to continue to be developed and enhanced, but also to be looked after and security tested and made sure that it's safe. And so when it comes to the big guys, the important parts of your website, we always recommend it's worth paying just purely because those people made something that's really useful to you wouldn't you want them to make sure that they are receiving something for that? Um, sometimes if you have free, it'll mean you get ads in your thing. If you're happy to live with ads and that's the way they get paid, well, that's fine too. But as mm -hmm. long as you know that someone is looking after that plugin, that's the important thing. But we're talking about premium because we are paying for these plugins and it usually means they're slightly higher quality, but they're also likely looked after better and updated more frequently. Exactly. So thank you for breaking that down. Sorry, I should have brought that up at the beginning. Um, Eric, Nancy missed which one you said. Did you say gravity? Uh, I use gravity forms. Yep. So and I did ask in Basecamp uh, a couple hours ago when uh, I thought of it. And I just asked everybody in our Basecamp, our developers and stuff, their favorite list of plugins. And Richard said uh, formidable and he has used it on one project. And I went in to do something, and to be honest, it wasn't too terribly off from Gravity Forms, and I liked it. Um, not enough to go switch everything, but it was okay. Yeah, nice. Gravity has improved itself anyway. Oh, it used to be like awful, awful, awful yeah. to use it. Now it's like really done an improvement. I just made a cool little calculator yesterday. I love doing all the conditional oh, nice. stuff. Yeah, with that. So I actually okay. think. Caldera was what made Gravity have to up its game because Caldera was coming in strong mm. and then Gravity like slowly was like, oh crap, we better like keep up. And now Caldera has gone away. So thanks Caldera. You are thanks, Caldera. Made my yeah, I like, I, I even like really like Gravity Forms and I'm sure the others do it as, as well. But the simplicity of setting up Gravity Forms with Stripe just for somebody yeah. that's selling one product or, mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, two things and they don't need a whole e-commerce solution, man, it just yeah. makes it mm -hmm. so much easier. For sure. And Stripe's finally starting to cooperate with that a little bit and make it easier because that's not not always been super easy. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's forms. Mm -hmm. um, how, where should we go next? Uh, do you guys pay for SEO plugins? Do you have any premium no. SEO plugins that you use? No. I have one client on paid Yoast, but they do. chose to I pay for now. it separately. Go ahead, Eric. Uh, we uh, went to SEO Press Pro, SEO Press Pro. So 
Um, we don't put the premium version on every website, but for some of our bigger clients, we definitely do. Nice. That's what we use as well, SEO Press Pro. Um, mm -hmm. Both oh, of these, by the way, are included in all of our care plans. <laughs> uh, probably some more too. Yeah, so we've got um, Rank Math. That's a popular one. Uh, and a lot of the SEO ones, to my knowledge, are freemium, right? So that means you can use it for free yeah. and then you pay for the additional services. Um, Andrew's using Yoast Premium. I have just never been a Yoast girl. Uh, like no hate. It's just like yeah. not how my brain works. I don't like the interface. I mean, it's hands down one of the biggest. It did just get bought. So we'll see how yeah. that goes. Mm. Yeah, by uh, uh, new, what's it called? EIG, but whatever they're called now, whatever their new name is. Um, oh, Andrew's oh. saying Rank Math Forked Yoast. Okay, interesting. You notice I enunciated carefully, so there was no misunderstanding Forked. of that sentence. I got my phone right there. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Okay, I'm just checking the chat here. All right, so that was that was easy. No sweat on that category. There was like no, like three choices there. So yeah. um, what's another category? What category do you guys want to jump to? What about like admin? For, so like the back of your website? Or well, not That's the, a great the one. back? I don't know if it's. I was going to say something else, but anyway, um, well, I, I use, I say, I um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the, I'm trying to find it now. Um, ah, where is it? Security. It's, Good idea, Steve. That's what we were going to say next, oh, security. right? All right, let's do that. So, Sarah, you do your research and we'll be right back. To you oh, I found it this. finally. But anyway, here it is security. <laughs> okay. Who uses uh, a premium plugin for security? We use iThemes Security Pro for our care plan clients. That's also included, by the way. This is not I used an ad. To. Just yeah, happens it's to totally an ad, like every single thing. We, you get this one for free. Well, um, there are six of them and we're going to talk about them all because those are the ones on my list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we do the same thing, right? Like any anyone that I'm paying premium, I'm paying for a developer license and therefore I'm going to offer it to my mm -hmm. maintenance clients. So, you know, this is kind of part of our business model because right. it makes sense to do it that way. So we used to use iTheme Security Pro and then I had issues with it. It was causing all sorts of problems for me. I know lots of people love it, which is great. I went over to WordFence. I actually paid for WordFence Pro for a while and now I'm just on the free one. I've just got really good hosting that actually like helps me manage the security really well. And so I don't need the paid one. I keep everything up to date. I, I mean, this isn't security. So the one thing I do pay for is that email that we talked about a couple of weeks ago where I get an email, yeah. multiple emails every day that tell me any insecure plugin. And mm -hmm. so then I just keep an eye on that. And if there is a plugin that is insecure, I will update it straight away. If there's no update, then I will monitor really carefully. Do we need to deactivate it? Like, what do we actually need to do about that? So the difference between the paid word fence and the free word fence is 30 days. And that is that if something comes up, like if a plugin is insecure, then in 30 days time, you will get a block for that. So you'll be protected from that specific thing. But for that 30 days, you're not protected from that specific thing. But if you're on the paid one, you get immediately protected from that security threat, if that makes sense. Um, and so 
but otherwise you get everything the same. So I just don't pay for it. And then I keep an eye on the insecure plugins instead. So that's the way I manage it. It's astonishing that of all of the premium plugins out there, that that security is one of those ones that you kind of don't necessarily need a premium one like that's kind of bonkers good hosting is a part of it so maybe i pay a little bit more for my hosting but that's Uh part of my security and paying for these emails is part of my security but what i've realized is i don't actually need the paid security security plugin right for me personally Uh, i'm not saying for you don't take this as a recommendation Uh, beth made the similar comment beth livingston super good hosting plus free word fence works beautifully for a lot of people and that is that is absolutely true. One thing I will say about the premium iThemes is you got to be careful to not lock it down too tight because then people will get that annoying um, IP wall or whatever that's called. Uh, it's like yeah. checking your IP address, but it puts up another thing that they have to like wait for your yeah. site to load, which is insane. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, clean, clean Talk will do that as well if you does. don't have the settings right. Yeah, yeah uh, it's... It's like we work so hard to to shave off milliseconds of our load time, and then we put in plugins that put up a wall that takes five seconds to load. I'm just okay, like, so let's oh talk Clean gosh. Talk. Do we yeah, all let's use go Clean spam. Talk? Like I I use Clean Talk as well. Um, I use it. Clean Talk is if I use a premium spam plugin, it's Clean Talk. But I a lot of times if I don't if it's not an issue on the site, like if somebody's not having an issue, I don't want to deal with like that risk. So a lot of times yeah. I'll just use anti-spam B. I've used that for a while. It's so dead simple. You basically install it. Like you don't even have to do anything. Like all the automatic settings usually work along yeah. with, of course, like if you have Google reCAPTCHA or, you know, back to your form plugins Google too. Google is like a pain in the butt to set oh, up. Oh, it's the worst. I hate the little thing it puts on your website too. Actually, you can do invisible too. now, but even still, like it's such a process to set it up. Yeah. Whereas something like Clean Talk, you just have to then go over to your Clean Talk account, put in the URL, you get a little code, you add it to your website, and you're kind of done. But I'm interested, Eric, in what settings you change to stop that crawling um, notification. I'd have, to go, I'd have to log into a site and look, but yeah. there's several places you there's one place you put several check marks, and we just we're just basically moderating like comments. We're not yeah. doing the IP, you know, uh, checks yeah, and, right. and all of that. Yeah, we'll filtering or whatever it is. We're just moderating yeah. the comments is all word form submission to comments. Yeah. So, right. so that's- if people don't know Clean Talk, the great thing about Clean Talk is it basically installs an invisible capture. And so if someone's filling in a form, it will already make that capture happen. So I have lots of clients say to me, you haven't installed one of the capture things. Like, why haven't you installed one? And I'm like, well, we have an invisible one and it's way better. So it'll do your forms for you. It'll do your logins for you. um, And it'll do comments for you, which it just does it all without having to really think about it. But it can fail at times. I have had issues with clients in America who... um, if a VPN is being used, it's caused a few issues. So we had to take it off a site. There was one time, only once, a whole bunch of spam got through and it was filthy spam, like with images. It Ooh. was real bad. Um, but wow. it was once and I emailed them and within 20 minutes, they had fixed it. So you emailed support, who? Uh, Clean Talk. Oh, wow. So I went through their support and they fixed it within 20 minutes. Their support was 
exceptional. I was really That's impressed. That's great to know. That's yeah. really good to yeah. know. I've never, I've uh, never had used their support, but they do keep a log of every, even blocked submissions. So if there is a problem, you yeah, know, nice. if somebody says, I don't think I'm getting forms, you know, or somebody said they submitted a form the other day, you can always go and look on and the log on clean talk and see yeah. if it's, if it's blocking too much. Yeah, nice. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. There's so much to be concerned about when it comes to uh, spam plugins, because yeah. remember, you're you're blocking spam on multiple things that seem unrelated. <laughs> like if, yeah. some, if you have a blog that has comments or if you have a contact form, like those yeah. are such different areas of your site. But the spam plugin can control both of those. But for example, if you've got one of these premium plugins for your forms, uh, or even some of the free ones, they have their own honeypot or other things built into that. So you want to make sure that you're not doing like having these plugins step on each other's toes and stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah, in, Brenda a says your sound's a little one. hard to hear, Eric. Are you, you, you might be on the wrong mic, actually. I don't, I'm wondering. I don't know if it's his internet, though. He's in Istanbul, Turkey. So Istanbul. I don't know what the internet. I don't know. I'll take a look. Um, so a side um, note to that, which, so this is a free one, WP Mail SMTP, but the reason I want to bring it up is because I then pay for a service that's attached to that. So it's kind of like, it's a little cheats one in, but okay. I use Mailgun attached to uh, WP Mail SMTP. And the reason I pay for Mailgun is because we have so many emails going through, but I think I pay $2 a month because I'm at that limit of like the amount of emails that are going through. So you don't have Big to spender. pay for those, but I love Mailgun because it just works. Like um, Eric was saying, there's a log. So I can see if a client says the emails aren't coming through, I can see, well, your email recipient received it. So you did get it. It's probably in your spam. So it just gives me that extra level of support. support. And if you don't have many websites, it would be free. But I technically kind of put it as an associated expense. I get that. We we use um, Postmark on some sites, which is similar. Yeah, uh, that's one that a lot of folks really love. Uh, I don't. I guess yeah. Does that count as a plugin? I don't know. It it's kind of. It's not. It's it is not sort a plugin, of a like. I can't it, use the plugin without using that. Right. So. Exactly. So all right, we'll allow yeah. it. We'll allow it. Okay. Thanks. Um. So okay. Oh man, I had one that I was gonna say. We were just talking about forms. Okay, we've done forms, SEO, security. Uh, do you wanna go back to your admin mm -hmm. area thing? Ad admin menu editor pro. So admin menu editor is a free plugin. You can totally use the free one. If someone's not staying with me, I will put the free one on their website. The difference between the free and the pro is that you can differentiate so what it does sorry i should explain that is it allows you to edit all of the side menu to edit what is across the top to edit what comes on the dashboard like it allows you to kind of turn things on and off at an admin level and you can make it so that only administrators can even see the plugin that's available and so then other people can't muck around with it but the pro one basically allows you to do different levels for either different people. So if you've got an organization where there's lots of people and just one specific person needs access to one specific thing, you can do it for that one person. Or I have mine set up so all editors don't see Divi, 
they don't see like a whole bunch of plugins like on the side it just is it's not there for them and you can either make it so it just is hidden or you can make it so they can't actually access it like no matter what they don't have the permissions so you can change permissions through it you can give access to someone through it it's really great but the paid one it doesn't cost that much I can't even remember how much it is but I just have it on all my websites and it means basically I can hide what is not relevant and also make it slightly more secure so that people can't add users or they can't see the plugins at all. Like I don't let any of my editors see any of the plugin, like the plugin side menu. And if they want a plugin, they have to ask me and I will install it. It's just an extra security measure, but it makes it so much cleaner. Like a lot of clients find the side menu really overwhelming and half the time they don't need like half the things that are there. So why not hide it? So if you use the free one, it just means you're hiding it for everybody. And again, sometimes nobody needs to see this like side menu that turns up um, and that's great. So I love that one. It also lets you reorder stuff. um, Yeah, yeah. Rearrange things. So I move Divi to the top every time. So now Divi sits right below the dashboard because I want to see it first. And so I do that on every single site. We have two questions in the chat for you, sir. What is that called again for starters? No worries. I will read it so I get it right. And admin menu editor pro. Okay. Got it. And then the other one was, uh, Aaron asked a little while ago that email list you said that you get the vulnerabilities from. Oh yeah. Um, let me, uh, I'll, could, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and you can pop I'll... it in the, you can pop it in the chat. Oh, no, here it is. Um, it's WP scan. WordPress vulnerability database. So it used to be a free thing. And then I think they needed to make some money. And I was like, well, you know what? It's really useful to me. I am happy to pay you. And it's not much. Like, I think it's $5 a month. It's in US dollars or something. So it changes for me every month how much it costs. But if you pay for it, you get, I would probably get 10 emails a day. So you get an email for every single security threat as it comes up. And then you get like one email that gives you a rundown if you go on the free i think you just get a rundown once a week of like all the security plugins i feel like i would i would pay more to only get it once a week (laughs) it like mostly i wake up and they're there in the morning and i just quickly look through delete them all out and if one is one that we use i keep it there so that i remember to go and actually double check um Mm -hmm. so yeah that was called wp scan we have a free one. We have a free mailing list. We call it Watch Out Wednesday. Be yeah, on nice. the lookout tomorrow. And I'm, I mean, hosts are starting to do it now as well. So you don't have to have something like this. I'm just, if I'm on the free word fence, I'm going to be more on top of this stuff. But if you mm-hmm. use Manage WP, it will give you like a little shield, like a little symbol if if it sees that there is a plugin that needs updating that is insecure. Um, or like my host now also emails me if there is an insecure plugin. So it's not that you need something like this. I just feel more secure actually keeping on top of um, this kind of stuff. And for me, I would prefer to pay for it. Did your AirPod just jump out of your ear? Yeah, it did. I have funny <laughs> ears where headphones do not stay in my ears. Like Freddie, you heard don't. that little clank? It mm-hmm. just, she wasn't even touching it. It just jumped it's out. because I've got I had I had to buy the pro ones because they're uh-huh. the only ones that even vaguely stay in my ears. The other ones, nah, no chance. That's that really they stay funny. In my ears. You don't wear them jogging or anything like that. No. So speaking no. of Manage WP, 
who uses uh, something like that on a site, like to manage multiple sites or to keep tabs on your site? There are a few of those. There's Main WP. There mm -hmm. is Blog Vault. Um, Manage WP is the one we use, and I love it. I've been a fan for a long time. I think they all have pros and cons. About yeah. I don't know four four or five years ago, when I was starting down the road of um, my hipster maintenance program because I was doing it before it was cool, you know, it mm. was. Uh, I, I was like, I'm going to build this machine. And I'd like just tried everything. I spent months. I tried all of the things. I bought them all and yeah. used them because you can't, those kind of things are tough, man. You can't yeah. just, it's like yeah. a project management system too. Like you can't yeah. even know if it's going to work until you're using it real yeah. world, which is brutal. So I figured all that out because I was like, I'm not playing around with this. Like I'm not going to switch it up and do all this, yeah. have multiple ones. So I just started with Manage WP. It has its quirks. And it's frustrations for sure. But um, in fact, remember there was a, like maybe about a year ago, for those who are managed WP users, they went through like a very rough patch where there was like um, backups were failing and all this other stuff was happening. And we do this as a service for hundreds of sites. Like we were panicking. So we're like, we got to get something else. So we started doing more research, trying other things. We jumped ship only to just come back to manage WP. So, and it, so I did exactly not, the same thing. Yeah. I did manage WP. Then I got fed up with it. Like the updates were just failing when I was running them. It just was causing problems. So I went over to main WP. I didn't love it. And I eventually came back to manage WP, but um, someone in the chat also said they use WordFence Central. I also use WordFence Central not to do updates, but it's another really great security thing it's free so i've never used actually... it i don't know word friend central brenda you that's free something. get that free comment out of here i know it Long is free. No, i'm just kidding but you can <laughs> add all of your websites to it and then basically i just load it up when i'm looking at my updates and it will quickly t like it's an overview of word fence so you know how like you can see if there's like um oh i know what you mean yeah scan, you see like a vulnerabilities and sometimes mm -hmm. it's about plugin updates but it'll show you if there's those ones where you have to go in and delete files out or um whatever and you just see it really quickly so i don't do anything in it other than quickly scan through does any have any that i need to go action and it's really great but it's free and you do have to individually add your website to it um so it is a process of adding it but it's great but free i don't yeah, okay. pay for managed wp either so Oh, well, we do big time. We have great. all of the things. Um, Manage WP is tricky when it comes to the um, plug it. Like, oh my gosh, you guys, this just in. Somebody just handed me a bulletin. This just in. Mark Westgard, who owns WS Form. I don't know if he's listening or how he saw this, but he just offered a Divi Chat deal on WS Form. Code yes. Divi20. Hey. Code Divi20 for 20% off for the year. Nice. Thanks, Mark. Man, look at that. The power of Divi chat, you guys. <laughs> Live, too. I know. I've always wanted to say have breaking news like that. that <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so um, there's some so more chatter about Managed WP that's happening in the chat that I know about, too, and we're going to talk about it. Go Daddy Bot manage WP. Yeah. And that, was, that interesting. was scary. And it is still a tiny bit scary. But it seems like they 
are still maintaining their same level of everything. Like it's still good. And you can use their GoDaddy Pro service. Like if you are hosting, you know, bless your heart on GoDaddy, you can use their GoDaddy Pro service and do the same thing. It's basically the same interface. So, I mean, I, it does make me a little bit nervous just because, but, um, you know, honestly, it just really hasn't, uh, I feel like I feel like when they bought it, there was a slight drop, but it hasn't dropped anymore. Um, I, I think it loses connections with sites now way more often than it ever did. Um, and just a couple other things, but it's kind of stabilized. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way. And just a side note, since we're talking about all of these things together, the security vulnerabilities, these are two little sort of random tips that I wish somebody would have told me a while ago. And that is one, they don't really check for vulnerabilities on your site. What what ManagerBP does is it tells you if one of the plugins installed yes. has like a registered vulnerability somewhere. So yeah. you gotta watch out for that because A, you could have a site that shows up clean that actually does have some malware and B, yeah. It could show sort of a false positive, like it could show an alert on your client report or something, but it could have been already resolved and be a non-issue. iTheme yeah. security also will flag without showing up, like in the dashboard showing as it needs an update, and it will flag as a vulnerability because that's your security plugin being out of date. Those are two tricky little things. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're premium, but when you're working with these premium plugins all together, it's something that, like I said, just a random fun fact from Steph. Okay. Um, nice. So what else? Uh, I'm just scanning the chat here really quickly um, to see if we missed anything there. Oh, let's see here. It's mostly people talking about GoDaddy <laughs> in the chat. Okay. So next up, how about image optimization was what I was going to okay. say. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they can go together in my mind. They do. Yes. So image optimization. What are you guys using? I use a Magify. I've tried lots of them. Like I Me used too. to be a WP Smoosh fan. At one point I had um, WPMU subscription because I got like um, other in, but I got rid of that now because it just isn't worth it for me. Um, so WP Smoosh Pro, I think you can pay for now. But um, Imagify just works really well. It creates the um, web, w, what is it? WebP, WebP. images. Mm -hmm. um, it just does a really good job. And I just paid for a subscription. So I don't even have to like think about it. It's not even that expensive. So I, I love, I love um, Short Pixel. That was always my yeah. favorite. Who was yeah, it that did? Sarah, was it you that? Who was it that it was somebody that was on the sh on the show who did like if maybe it was Tim sounds like something he would do like to go through and like analyze the oh, yeah, like yeah. on the same site like run yes. an actual comparison of which one went better that was you yeah no it was oh. Tim oh okay. um but I I have used both of them I just I don't know I didn't like short pixel and I cannot even tell you why I tried same it on a few for sites me with like smush like everybody. It freaking love smush and i hate i it never like did good for me yeah. but i like short pixel what do you use eric i can't remember what you said short pixel it works for me so yeah. that's what we use yeah um so thank you in the chat e -W -W -W, or as steve perks calls it 
Ew. <laughs> you got it wrong. Yep. Um, I used to use EWWW. Besides it having a super awkward name, I thought it was great as well. I've also used Imagify. They all are pretty good, really. I yeah, mean, like, I didn't think it they're all doing kind of the same thing. Again, it's how that tool is used in your hands. Right. I like the one um, thing to note is I think it's worth um, keeping the setting on to keep the original files if you're mm -hmm. going to use something like Imagify because it can sometimes over work like the higher mm -hmm. setting i just would never do the higher setting because it's just it makes it pixely like it just takes it way too far so keeping the original files means you can always revert if you need to and i would start smaller and then you know go up if you need to so um i i agree with you on that as well and then another little tip about the exif is that how mm -hmm. people pronounce it exif data which is things like what aperture the camera was lens was set on and where mm -hmm. like geographically it was and all that stuff that is a way to shave more weight off of an image but use caution if you're like if you have like a geo page like a landing page for a city or if you're trying to get local search yeah, right. like don't do that because that's valuable stuff if if they're proper properly set in the first place but that's just another yeah. little thing like if especially if you're inheriting a site it's just one more thing to keep in mind. Kevin's got a good point, which I 100% agree with. Image compression needs to start before uploading anyway, um, downsizing in Photoshop or something like that beforehand. 100% agree. And I 100% agree. Photoshop does the most kick-ass job of it. And I would always prefer to use Photoshop, but there are definitely some other paid options, but they're more in the software department of things. So we don't have to go down well, that track, but I 100% agree. It has to start there and you have to teach your clients how yeah. to not upload a one meg or more pixeled image because it's a nightmare but, when they upload all six meg images and then you have to like fix it. It is, but I was just going to say, um, when you're building a site, it's easier to, to do that and that's best practices. But I've got clients, they just don't care. I don't care how many times they tell them, they're just yeah, yeah. loading up the native image. So it's better at that point to have a plugin in place that's compressing on upload. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 100%. I, I just got distracted by a message, but did you just say that even, <laughs> if you do, even if you do compress it in Photoshop, like 10 out of 10 times, it still gets more out of it? Yeah, yeah afterward is that what you just said no nope. well just that you know it, it's that you you do need something so if a client is gonna upload a six meg image it's better to have something than nothing right like it's sure. gonna make a difference it's not gonna make a good difference if someone uploads yep. a six meg image it'll bring it down to maybe one but it's still way too big and so that is a yep. problem that i don't think yep. any plugin is really going to address I think it actually does, but here's the thing. It's not just the size of the file, it's also the dimensions. So yeah, if yeah. they're uploading a 4,500 pixel yeah, width true. image, and in short pixel, you can set it, like it actually scans your theme and finds the biggest image space and will yeah. say like, do you want us to crop everything to no bigger than this? And you can let it do it. So technically I, and I mean, I, I could be open for debate about this, but. As far as I understand it, I think uploading those big images, if you have that image optimizer set right, I it think it's every okay good job. It still not. Nah, it still does not do as good a job. It does gonna, an acceptable we'll it job, I think. All right, Sarah, you're the only one anal enough to actually test this. Oh no, Tim. Well, it was Tim. We'll get Tim to do it. Make him test yeah, that okay. and see. If, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Tell him he got nominated. Um, okay, speaking of images, do you guys use a CDN? Uh, no, I have tried. I tried WP Rockets CDN um, and was sufficiently unimpressed with the job it did. And I think it was better without it. I used to use Cloudflare mostly for DNS. Um, and I still sometimes use Cloudflare for DNS, but um, I found out from my host that it because I'm hosting in Australia and the clients are in Australia, Cloudflare was actually doing us a disservice. So we actually removed oh. it. But I used to use Cloudflare on every single client. And I think if you have, if the people who are using your website are all over the world or in That's multiple cool. locations, then Cloudflare yeah. is going to make a really big difference. But again, I didn't use the paid one, so it probably doesn't fit in this yeah discussion um but i did pay for I, the w the wp rocket one and i was not impressed yeah i i that's probably your issue though and i think that that's true if you do like a gt metric scan it always wants to tell you you should have a cdn you don't have a cdn so that could be a little mm -hmm. scary to people but if you don't have a global audience you don't need it like just yeah. to have a local help make sure that your hosting company has a server near where the people are and then that's that's the more important thing um the uh oh bunny bunny cdn bunny net bunny cdn whatever it's called the bunny one uh i'm trying that out too that's a cdn that we're using for loading some videos because we've got some videos that we want to use as like backgrounds and it's a yeah, real right. hassle because you know you we don't want all the youtube crap on them we want them to just loop and you just can't yeah you can't customize it enough so uh, and no matter how much you scale those down, they just slow the site. So we're yeah. we're experimenting with that a little bit. That's the one that I've heard uh, some really good things about, and they are pretty cheap, even though they're they're premium. Nice. Um, all right, so we are we're getting close to the top of the hour. We've got about um, a little over fifteen minutes to go. I think it's about time we talk about some Divi plugins, you guys. Yeah, hadn't even what? thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. To the Divi Chat podcast, Sarah. <laughs> uh, yep. And Tim's not here to brag about himself, but I use I use some of his plugins. Um, his new the new uh, Divi modules Module. one is really 100%. good. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. We we've had some issues with pop ups and this and that. We had a pop up plugin on a site that tanked the site. Just that plug plugin pop up. Whoa, that's hard to say pop-up plugin and um so we swapped it out we tried a couple different things even divvy overlays and then just using that module boom it was really quick and easy and yeah. it worked good so the one good thing about that um plugin i mean it's got lots of different options but you basically turn on what you want on and you just turn off what you don't want there and then they're not available and they don't take any resources so if you just need one part of module pro then you're just loading that one part and so it doesn't have yeah. any issues in terms of speed I've used it on a few sites already because it was exactly what I needed just as it came out, which was perfect. And I'm already a lifetime person, which I paid for. Mm -hmm. Just noting, I did pay for. Me too. Um, yep. Me too. And but also, I mean, Divi overlays and won't give us, won't hook us up. <laughs> he probably would have, but we won't. I know he totally him. would. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Divi bars is great. Divi overlays is great. Like all of his plugins, honestly, I have used since 
like since the beginning because they've been really useful plugins. Um, and it's funny because the new Dibu, Dibu Modules Pro, I had used a few different solo plugins, like a testimonial one and like a few other ones that I had bought through different places, but it was actually far more expensive than like finding something that was going to do everything all in one place. So um, yeah, the other things that I'll probably mention, I think might be superseded now. So that's the tricky thing with Divi, like either Divi upgrades and includes that stuff, or you end up finding a different plugin that will do multiple things. And therefore it's one less plugin to have on your website. Yeah. Uh, Eric, how about you? We like uh, Divi Plus. Um, and really just for one thing specifically in it, and there, maybe there's another tool that does this, but we like the scheduler in DB plus we've got some clients that from time to time are like, Hey, we want this button on our website, but we don't want it to show up until Sunday morning. Cause we have, you know, a handful of church churches and stuff. Yep. Um, or like, you know, we want it, you know, Saturday afternoon. Why but that's built into Divi now, isn't it? specific time scheduling yeah isn't that now built in i could be wrong but you know that new thing where it's like it'll only show up for certain people that kind of thing i'm pretty sure there was a scheduling part of that i could be wrong i don't know then that would then that might be a new one we can oh yeah someone else has just said that as well is that new one uh, okay well i think it's we're literally it's the worst <laughs> but that's that's an example, right? Where we're using a plugin because we needed a function and it wasn't available, and now it is available. Oh, someone's saying it's based on dates. Um, Christian's saying it's based on dates, not times. So it could be that it doesn't do the exact times, like you're saying. Mm. I have to go and look, though. I have to go and look. So, but that is handy to to be able yep. to schedule uh, a, a row or a section or a module to mm -hmm. you know automatically go up and down. Uh, um, Divi Booster got a shout. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I used that a long time ago. I can't. I can't remember. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. I, I still use that anymore. Divi Speech uh, Div was one I used to use, but I don't need it yeah, anymore. We don't really need it anymore. Yeah. Uh, Divi Supreme Pro. That's also. I also paid for that one for a while. That's similar uh, to Modules Pro, isn't it? It is similar to it, and because I was a lifetime member with Tim, I just sort of stuck with that one. But uh, but I really. I like Divi Supreme Pro a lot. If you guys are looking for something that does some cool, fun things, that's definitely a good one um, to um, check Divi out. Divi Ajax Search is great. Huh? It's a plugin I've used on a couple of websites, and it's like where you've got a search box, but as you type, it like then shows up the options below it, and it just works nice. really well. But it doesn't work on... I got stuck with it. Some I think it doesn't work with like custom post types or there was some area it fell short. But for like the basic website, and I used it for products, for example. So like with WooCommerce, so people could type like T-shirt and it would show all the T-shirt options like in real live time. It's great and it wasn't very expensive. That's awesome. That really um, cool. I like okay, the machine. We use the machine on a couple sites for different things. I haven't, I haven't heard of that I haven't one. Heard about that? Um, guys, we're going to keep rapid firing listing things out. Uh, I've got two favors to ask. One, give us a thumbs up while you're at it for this <laughs> list. It's going to crush your Divi sites. And also know, let's just, right? let's just thoughts and prayers with Jody again. 
for all these things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, got... um, Divi Super Tabs. Divi Super Tabs is by what? Superfly. And I used this one on a site recently. So Sterling College, if you happen to follow me on social, we finally posted on social. So we did this Sterling College and we used this Super Tabs on the side and it is so good. And it just, it lets you do layouts inside of tabs, but the way they've got it laid out, it just is great. That seems very it. useful. That's a good yeah. one. What's that one again? Super Divi Tabs? Super Tabs, and it's by Superfly, which I love the guys from Superfly. They, they're super. They are super. Um, okay, Divi Next Essential, coming in from Craig Ballard. I don't know that one. Do you guys know that one? Don't know that one. No. Uh, Joan is mentioning, Joan Margal is mentioning Divi Plus. I don't know that yeah. one either. Man, there's so many. Do you guys know that one? I don't know that one. No. Nope. Divi I Lover Toolbox. Ones I know, right? Divi Lover. I reckon there'd have to be one that was to do with the Divi form that would like let you store the like form entries. I reckon there's got to be one that does that. But I don't know. Divi DB. Yeah, Divi DB. I think that's uh, okay. Sean Barton. Andrew, is that yours? Divi DB, is that on the, I think that's on the marketplace. Um, let's see. Okay, then we're moving on to all this conditional thought. Uh, ch -ch -ch. Divi display logic. Oh, no, that's still all of that. Nancy says Black Friday sales this year are looking sad. What? Oh, I thought you were getting excited. <laughs> oh, because you're going to spend too much money on all these things. Who can wait? <laughs> Go shop now. I just have to shop when I need something like that's the time when I'm like, okay, in my mm. bag of tools, I do not have this thing like the super tab one. I did not have a thing that was going to achieve the thing that I wanted. So I had to go searching and, you know, that's when you end up yeah. finding something. The one thing I would like to note, which probably is not so nice to elegant themes, but I just want to put it out there as someone who does not sell plugins. I think the marketplace on elegant themes is an okay way to search, but I guess I just want to kind of put out there, the stuff that shows up first is not necessarily going to be the very best that's available. So for example, like we've had chats with Tim before, his stuff mm -hmm. never shows up towards the top. And it's because the way the marketplace is built, um, he sells a lot on his own website and therefore he doesn't show as a good plugin in the, in the marketplace. And I love the marketplace. I love that it has come. It has made a platform for a lot of people. But just be aware that sometimes the best stuff isn't always the first one that shows up. So, you know, have a little bit more of a look. And also, I think it's not a bad idea for you to look at it and then go and look at the developer's website. So often what I've found is I'll look there, then I go to the developer's website and they will offer a lifetime deal and or a slightly better option. And the reason they can do that is because Elegant Themes are taking a really high commission for mm -hmm. um, their products. And so I think sometimes it's good to look at who actually made it, maybe look on the marketplace, but then go to the people, have a look at their actual stuff. Sometimes you get a better price or you can go lifetime or a developer license. And sometimes it's just that you're going to give the developer a little bit more money. Sorry, Elegant Themes, but you know. No, That's I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, so we've got a question from, J uh, is it Jay? Yeah, Jay Blaine would love to know what premium affiliate plugin you love. I don't use one. I don't it's unhelpful, use one. isn't it? I yeah. have one and I'm not sure I love it. I will look up the name for you. Um, it's 
Uh, and then in the meantime, we've got, how about just some miscellaneous other ones that don't have a category, mm -hmm. you guys, that we... That I've got a couple. I've been playing around with Monster Insights for um, Google Analytics tracking. The reason I'm playing around with that is I had a client where they needed to track downloads. And yes, you can do it for free through Google Analytics, but it's a pain in the ass to set up. Like the amount of videos I watched trying to work out what the hell I was doing, it was so confusing that I ended up saying to the client, this costs a hundred bucks a year. Would you like to pay for it? And they said, yes. And then I used it <laughs> and you just install it and it tracks so many cool things that I've started to play around with the idea of like, would it be good to get a bigger license where I can offer it to clients at the $99 a year and I pay less? But for the clients who want the more information and then I don't have to spend hours and hours and hours setting up all the event tracking, just works really well. Um, but it costs a lot of money and I would never do it if it was just me paying for it. The client is going to need to pay for it for me to, and I won't be offering that to every client, obviously, but yeah, mm -hmm. I was really impressed with it. It was a good one. Uh, all right. I couldn't remember the name because it's, <laughs> it's called Affiliate WP. <laughs> hey, what's that plugin you use for affiliate WP? <laughs> so I... I don't actually know if that's the best one that's we uh, evaluated a few and that's the one we ended up with and it's working for us. I mean, it works. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> nice. do your research though. Divi accessibility. That makes me nervous. What's that do? I don't it like just, plugins. It builds in some of the accessibility, accessibility stuff. Um, Eric. Yeah. Eric we use it on every site. Scoffed. Oh, you do. It's yeah. good. Yeah. We use it on oh. every site. It's not yeah. like an yeah. overlay yeah. thing. Yeah. We use it on every site. Oh, nice. no, well, that's no, 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 no. It's there's all, a few it's good all behind the scenes. Um, there's a few good Gravity Forms ones. Um, so Gravity Forms obviously have their own ones, but um, I've had a couple of websites where we needed to uh, have more functionality. So there's one where it allows you to have, I can't remember what it's called now, um, but, oh, it's here actually, Gravity Forms image choices. And it's this really cool plugin where instead of like the dot points, you can have them as images. So it's, this was for a tattoo website and she wanted to be able to have it. So you had images of different parts of the body and then you selected, so you want upper arm. So you would like select the picture of the upper arm or like, and we did it with conditional logic. So it was like upper or lower and you selected which one. And then like you selected which part of the body and like you kind of narrowed Ooh. it down. It was really fun mm -hmm. kind of like plugin mm -hmm. to be able to use. Gravity Wiz did anyone, is kind of expensive. Did you have, was whale tail, was like whale tail area, was that an option <laughs> no, in your form? That was not an option, surprisingly. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Gravity Wiz is kind of expensive, but has some amazing extensions for Such Gravity cool Forms. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, you know, sometimes you need Gravity Forms to do a bit more. And yes, it does get expensive. But again, this is the kind of thing where you just say to the client, if you want this functionality, this is the extra cost you're going to have to wear for it. And if the client wants it, they're going to be happy to pay for it. So, Sean Smith, Sean, if you knew us, you would know not to ask this question like two minutes before the show's over. Are there any good AppSumo <laughs> lifetime deals right now? We're going to need another hour, my friend. I know. This is, no, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, oh, I did just buy a couple. I'm not going to lie. I got WP yeah. funnels. Yes. Repress yeah. thing. Did you buy it? <laughs> I did. I did. I did not buy you that did. one. But I have bought I a did. couple recently. There was something I just bought the other day that's all about email, email deliverability. And uh, so is unhelpful. It, I know it's a domain. 
no, 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 rank. Uh, oh, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, um, I got it and it's like because I've been having issues with spam. And so it kind of is connected, but it is also not connected, but it helps you get all your DKIM and your SF, SPF records and stuff. You can work out where the issue is. So anyway, not not plugin related. Someone wants to know what that uh, Ajax search plugin it's just Divi Ajax search. Listen, nobody is listening to this episode on 1.2 And speed. it's on DiviExtended.com. Divi Extended. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah that's I just good. found it. Like I was, again, I, I had an issue. I was searching. I found it. Does a really good job. And I don't remember paying a huge amount for it. Um, we didn't say it, but WP Rocket I use for all of my mm, caching. caching. Um, yeah, occasionally, caching. it was some issues with websites and i have ended up putting some websites over on a different plugin just a free one or really pulling back the settings like a lot um but i just it just does such a good job so there's a plugin that i really like um for especially for local businesses it's called business hours indicator pro and it's business what indicators business hours indicator oh, okay. and okay. you can add schema for local hours but what it does also is you can take your clients uh, holiday schedule for the year and preset all of those in there so then if they're closed on a certain day you know it's automatically updates the holidays that they're open the holidays nice. they're closed you can have it say that we're, you know, we'll be closing in 15 minutes and opened again in, you know, 18 Yeah, nice. Kind of like what There's Google Business does. Man, yeah. I should have made that a plugin. Stuff. I had somebody build that for a couple sites for me. <laughs> I'm so I really that was like that. That's a cool functionality. It is. It is cool because uh, we just did it like a top bar. It says like, um, we're open now or something like that. Or... Uh, you know, we'll be open tomorrow at this time, whatever it was. Yeah. Closing yeah, soon, that kind of stuff. It is. It's nice when you've got a, a brick and mortar and it could have been especially useful, I would think, during COVID when everybody had like weird hours yeah. and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Even now, I don't know if you guys are experiencing this, but I went to a shopping center and it was like everything was closing at like yeah. five o'clock in the afternoon because they don't have any staff. Yeah. yeah. We're just closing. Yeah, One thing we didn't talk about was. Are changing it up all the time. Everything's weird. Uh, we didn't talk <clears throat> events. So um, I, well, like I've got a few clients with events. So the events calendar is like, you know, um, kind of the go-to, but occasionally it's a little bit overkill. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to find the other one that we use. Event. Event on. Event, event on. on. That's the other one that we yeah. use. It's like yeah. visually it's a little bit whoa, full on. But occasionally, Ooh. like for a website, that's the right fit. Um, and but it is less overkill in terms of like, like the emails that go out. Sometimes people they're having an event, but they don't need they don't want the email to say your ticket and like and to customize mm -hmm. the, um, the event calendar is kind of painful to change it so it's more like you know different wording. Anyway, event on is another good alternative, but the visual side of it. Is a little full on. It's full on. Got to watch it's out. Like, go have a look at it. Like, it's it's bright colors and big bubbles and like oh. it's a different look. I but use, for some websites, that's the perfect look. 
I use the Modern Tribe one. It just drives me nuts that the thing is called the event calendar because you cannot search for any yeah. solutions to figure anything out because it just pulls up every event calendar. They do have really good oh. um, chat stuff, not chat stuff, um, forum. Like I've found a lot yeah. of good stuff in terms of being able to customize. I know. You just anyway, got like, it's, it's, your Google flu on when you're yeah. searching that. Um, guys, can you believe it? It's seven after again. No! I know. So many premium plugins. We should have tallied up how much all of these plugins would cost. Just mm -hmm. these ones we listed today. Uh, we are, we are all contributing. We are all contributing to a robust Divi ecosystem, guys. Doesn't that make you feel good? Yeah, and we're paying the people who are creating the functionality that we want. And so yeah. that's not a bad thing. Like we are employing people essentially without having to, if you get, if you pay someone individually to customize something for you, you're going to be paying hundreds of dollars for them to kind of do something. And sometimes that's what's needed because there's no plugin or you don't want to add another plugin. But to be able to pay someone 30 bucks so that you can have the functionality and they can get paid for their hard work, I think, why not? It's great. Totally. And, um, you know, especially if you can bill it back to your client, mark it up even Absolutely. better. Yeah. Um, so any final, any final thoughts? We don't really have a lot of time. I think we've kind of just rambled on through all of these. Uh, yeah. We didn't mention uh, our, our pal Andrew has a WP plugins plus com just rolls off the tongue. I spit a lot when I said that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Uh, I need my my spit guard on here. Um, and I'm I'm yeah. still enjoying playing with Bertha and using uh, Bertha mm -hmm. on some. That's so, another oh, premium plugin, exactly. Um, yeah. And and things like Adderim and and Project Huddle, those are premium plugins that are really useful for people getting mock uh, markups and things on their existing websites, getting feedback and stuff from customers, things like content snare as well. Those are all really solid mm -hmm. things. I mean, it's just like the second half of this show is so much faster than the first half. I cannot understand why. Page Builder Everywhere is one that I still have on a few websites. It's not really necessary anymore with the Page Builder, but it still kind of has its uses here and there. So that's another one. That's and by Aspen Grove, who are friends oh, of yeah. the show. Yeah, Aspen Grove has a bunch of plugins. Uh, yeah. Vicky Baptiste, she's calling us out. She says, somebody has to say smash that like button. <laughs> and in all caps with exclamation points, our pal Miro is under the weather today. That's why you didn't hear any, any smashing. Any smashing. Um, Bookly, I'm, I'm still just going to keep adding them in. Bookly is really great for bookings. So if someone needs like a simple kind of booking plugin, Bookly is on Envato Market, which I don't like buying plugins from Envato. But um, yeah. it's yeah. a really good, simple plugin for people being able to make bookings. Um, Filebird. Um, Filebird. Filebird is fabulous for the, you know, like having folders in your... Is that premium? Uh, I did buy the premium one of it. Hmm. Yes. Um, but it lets you have folders. I think I needed like more folders than whatever. But being able to kind of have um folders for all of your media so if someone's got heaps of um pdfs or like client logos or whatever being able to neaten that up sometimes a media library is out of control yeah it for sure is yeah. uh, i've I, i've used a few that were free i not like, like email log email mm -hmm. log 
Okay. I don't know that one. I, say, I like email log um, is a nice one. It keeps a log of every single email the website sends. So if there is an email issue, you yep. have a log, nice. you have a backup copy, and it's all compliant with, um, you know, you can go in and, and delete stuff that the user requests to have their personal information deleted. Um, and then they have, it's a, it's a premium. So the basic is one is free, but there's some add-ons that, uh, you can pay for that we use. So I really like that. And then the last one is mouse flow. Um, but, uh, oh, I use that free screen recording. It's uh, not a plugin, so is we, it? Well, yeah, they have a plugin. That's how we install hmm. You can do it with code. Um, so we have it on with a plugin, but, uh, but then we charge a fee to have to get an uh an analytic report where we go in yeah, and, nice. and read the That's read fun. it and then give the, the client a monthly report so it's oh like it's a, so fun being a yeah. voyeur and watching everybody's <laughs> crazy mouse yeah. movements on your side i cannot yeah. believe i didn't think of this but essential grid and the grid so essential grid for um running any sort of grid type thing so if you're wanting to display posts or projects or other custom post types um it, you can do filters it's just really nice and it's super customizable and i have a whole series on youtube I that i made years ago tutorials on that yeah i did years and years ago now and so they're quite old but they still they still work like all of the um tutorials are relatively um like they're still they kind of work. But um, the main thing I like about it is it allows you to really customize things. So you can fully customize the skin, you customize the hovers, you customize um, what the filters look like, but you can also customize like where the bits of information are. So if you're wanting like certain bits of information to show because um, having filters and then also being able to make it look the way you want to look is sometimes really challenging. Um, and Essential Grid does a fabulous job of it even That's though their one. interface is a bit ugly. And it's hard to custom fields. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. and there's another one that goes alongside that. And admin columns, something or other. Um, Guys, we're just gonna keep rapid fire naming so, plugins until you all hang one. up. Everybody, there's until you leave. That I just started paying for. And it means that then like, you know, when you're doing it, advanced custom fields. And so you've made like a custom post type and then you've got advanced custom fields that you can have all of those columns show up in the back end and you can make them editable. So a client can then just edit like an author, like right there without having to go into the post or add like their title or their like whatever. It's amazing. <laughs> Did you see Nancy's comment? My credit card is crying right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, sorry Nancy. Uh, uh, somebody else said uh, admin columns yes, pro. That's it. It's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, if you have a client that has custom fields with custom post type, custom post type with custom fields, admin column pro will make you look so amazing to your client. Like it makes you look like you are just the most amazing coder in the whole world and you've just made it you just look real fancy it's great you, you look real fancy real fancy real fancy uh that's admin columns pro yeah yep wow that's a misleading name that doesn't sound like that's what that would be well it's in the back uh, end it's admins and it's about the columns that you see when you go into a post type or into media or into anywhere you can like fully deck out and customize every single 
Anders has dubbed you the plug-in queen. I'll take it. I need a crown. Yeah. There were, there was something um, that was sort of purposefully left out of this that is a big chunk, a category of plugins that are premium, and that is WooCommerce. Yeah. We did not tackle that today on purpose because that is yeah. its own world. And so maybe we will. Guys, give us some feedback. Do you like these Roundup episodes? Do you want to see one about uh, the free plugins that we like? Um, or something about WooCommerce or any other area of these. We've done Please give software us for our computers. Yeah, we've done, we've done uh, Chrome extensions, all these things. We but those have. kind of things all change. It's really, yeah, and they're fun for us. Um, and we will try and t pace them better. It's my fault. I let us <laughs> chit chat too much at the beginning. I always have too many excitements. I know. Well, also Sarah takes her like the hour to wake up. You know, but <laughs> she's just on fire by the time it's 10 a.m. Sorry. So uh, anyway, thanks for showing up, you guys. Thanks for contributing in the chat. As always, hit that thumbs up button. Leave us a review and a comment. Let us know what you want to hear. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.